This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. to be a personal thing for each uh, for each one of us um, a, a real working knowledge of faith or we could say this a f- faith that works you know uh, as faith without works or we could say this faith that doesn't work is just a dead thing it's useless to us you know um, you know I don't know if you're like me anything around me that don't work I Lord have mercy you know uh, we grew up in a large family we had there was there were several of us at different times that wouldn't or didn't didn't work and uh, I didn't even like them at that point in time but uh you know um it this life that we have uh, in God uh, is is designed to be superior. It's a superior life. It's abundant life. It's a superior life, both in quantity and quality. Be, for this reason, it works. All right. Uh, it's it's a life of uh, overcoming. It's a life of success. It's a life of healing. It's a life of salvation, uh, deliverance. Uh, all of the things that are included in that health. Uh, um, wealth, uh, all of these, uh, all of these things, and in order for us to um, not just know about that, but to actually know that through personal experience, all of these things are are believed. They're received by faith. They work uh, by faith. All right, and so it, it's. It really is necessary. It's imperative. It's not. It's required. Uh, if we're going to, if we're going to have the kind of life that God not only wants for us, folks, but He paid for that life. It's paid for. You know, it was what He believed for us and laid Jesus on the line and uh, and purchased that at. Silver and gold couldn't buy it. There was no price in the natural that could get that done. You know, it took the blood of Jesus Christ uh, because of the love of God. And, you know, my, my personal conviction is, is, uh, is this. Uh, it is, I don't, I don't think that it, the Bible says without faith it's impossible to please God. I don't think it gives God uh, the pleasure that he deserves or desires for us to shortchange that in any way. You know, it's the same as at Christmas time. If you, you know, if you'd give someone an extravagantly expensive <laughs> gift and they, and they would just say, well, listen, that's, it's just too expensive. I cannot, I can't receive that. You know, I mean, that's just too much. 
you know, uh, uh, the, the gift <coughs> from the giver was in proportion how they valued uh, you. They wanted you to have it. They thought you're worth it. That's why they went to the trouble and the expense of, of, of purchasing that. Well, it's the same way, you know, where uh, the life that God has for us, the eternal life, the abundant life in Jesus, which isn't just, <coughs> you know, uh, can't cannot just be measured in, you know, the way that uh, we measure things in, you know, quote, the American dream or the world economy and just uh, material things. You know, it can't even just be measured in this life alone. I mean, there's... Uh, the the bigger portion and the greater uh, the greater part of uh, of the life that God has for us is eternal. It's forever. But we start here. You know, you're never going to get uh, more alive than you are right now. You know, if you <coughs> you know if you're living out of uh, who you really are as a spiritual person, your spirit rather than just your body, you know. Now, I can tell you at, you know, almost 60 years old, 59, be 60 in January, um, my body does not always agree with me that I'm more alive now <laughs> than I was what, you know, how I felt at 20. But see, faith isn't, faith isn't feeling. You know, it's not just... It, it, it's it it's not just how we feel, whether that's physically, or emotionally, or relationally, or financially, or socially. See, uh, you know, we we thank God for emotions. God gave us emotions. He's an emotional being because we're 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 created in His image, but they're not to dominate us or to rule our lives, and and for us to just be. Uh, you know, reactionary uh, and and subject to them. They are to be subject, you know, uh, to uh, us, the real us, which is a spiritual, uh, spiritual men and spiritual women, uh, created after the image and likeness of God. God's a spirit, the Father of all spirits, and as our Father, um, we are. Uh, um, he says this, to be imitators of, of God as, as dear children. And a God is a faith God. See, faith isn't just a good idea. Faith is God's idea. Right? So, you know, we, we, we need to, uh, in order to be more fruitful, the, uh, what, the way to greater fruitfulness is we have to put down a deeper root system that can draw up, uh, you know, greater... Uh, uh, greater treasure out of uh, the soil, the good soil uh, of the kingdom of God, of the word of knowledge and understanding, uh, and, uh, um, and produce greater fruit. This is what Jesus said. He goes, if you steadfastly believe in me, or if you'll walk by faith, if you learn to live by faith, if you'll learn, to, if you'll learn what faith is, uh, where it comes from, how it works, who uh, who it's available to, who's supposed to have it, you know, uh, where it comes from, all of these things, then, um, then he said uh, that, we would, that we would produce 
greater works. And he said, here is the, this is how the Father is honored and glorified. This is how we, he is brought out into the open where he can be seen openly, uh, you know, uh, and people can taste and see that the Lord is good. It says, by we, us bearing uh, more fruit, all right, uh, by us bearing f uh, the fruit of faith, getting results in our life, uh, you know, ma manifesting. This is a, it's a, uh, you know, <clears throat> it's one of these Christian words, but it manifest means, you know, there it is. You know, we have some show, some evidence, some proof here in this life of the life that's really invisible, it's inside. But it will show up on the outside in good success, in, uh, in overcoming in this life, uh, overcoming uh, the, uh, the things that are in the world. And now, uh, you know, we have the, on one side, we have the blessing of God, which works by faith, and we have the curse, uh, which is the opposite of the blessing. All right, it's not good success. It's uh, and it's uh, and it's the exact opposite of that. And it's uh, it's just as available as the blessing. The Lord said, "I set before you the blessing and the curse, life and death. You get to choose. We get to choose. But <clears throat> uh, but the life of faith is uh, is uh, God's idea." And it's required, you know, he lives by faith, and he requires us to live by faith. And it's not just a natural faith, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's more than that, it's, it's super natural, right? Great, the term great means of a measurable, considerably above ordinary or average considerably above ordinary or average. I'd say, first of all, that God's considerably above ordinary or average. But now, now think about this, you know, so are you. So are you. All right? You know, when, when we become Christians, uh, now we, we may not have all the there it is right now, okay? But I'm going to tell you the potential is in there. Because he's in there. And he knew uh, how he meant you when he made you. And he as a loving uh, heavenly father and a good God but also a great God uh, is, uh, has purpose that we would be conformed not to this world, to the way the world measures us as, as just human beings but also as Christians. The world has their idea of what a what a good Christian looks like, you know. Uh, pretty much, you know, uh, harmless. I mean, I, if you had to boil it down to some words, you know, just harmless, annoying but harmless. You know. Now think about that and see. I'll tell you what: we're anything but that. See. You know, we we are uh, uh, we were made to rule and reign in as sons and daughters in the kingdom of God, and to advance that kingdom, 
until the whole world is full of the glory of God. And that glory is seen shining through our lives. It's seen through the fruit that we produce. All right? <clears throat> now, you know, just like in the natural, uh, we don't, babies don't stay babies. They, we expect them to grow. We feed them, we love them, we take care of them, and they grow. All right? Uh, it should be the same way, uh, you know, as spiritual babies that, uh, that we grow. All right? <clears throat> we, won't, we won't get over into that, uh, you know, uh, because the people that would need to hear that kind of stuff, you know, probably aren't here, probably aren't going to listen to the podcast, probably aren't growing, aren't going to grow. You know, uh, but I'm interested in growing up. Amen. You know, I really am interested in, in uh, uh, not just uh, you know, uh, uh, in your in our physical life, but in our spiritual life. You know, in the life that God has called us into. And depending on when we, you know, when when we uh, got born again, or even just decided to pay a little closer attention to what it means to be a Christian um, you know we may I, I got saved at 23 I've been with the Lord you know 35 years it'd be we got saved in I think it was about the second week of February uh, 1983 and uh, uh, that's coming up on completing 35 uh, 35 years 35 years old in the Lord um, we're you know, we certainly know the Lord uh, more, I would say, and better uh, than we did when we first started. But goodness sakes, I can look back even on that, that 35 years and see, you know, I, um, you know, I wish I'd paid closer attention in some things. You know, perhaps I might be further along uh, than, you know, than where I'm at, but it is what it is. You know, we, we've walked with God as best we've known how. <clears throat> However, I believe that there is uh, much more available, perhaps, than we've taken advantage of. And, and the reason I say that is that um, I can look at the fruit of my life, you know, and it's various, you know. We're just we're we're just not growing apples, you know. I mean, there's you know, uh, fruit flake and nut, you know, that we're involved in. <laughs> you interpret that however you want, for your own self. All right. Uh, but you know, our lives just don't include one. They're not one dimensional. It's not just one area, and. We may have it, you know, pretty well together over here. Or we've seen some advancement over here, some growth over there, some fruitfulness here. But over here, <clears throat> not so much, you know. And, you know, the Lord really is into our whole life, the whole life, W-H-O-L-E, all of it, see. He wants us to be, have good success in all of our life. Know, uh, everything that's in our life, the the, uh, the relationships that we have, uh, the relationship with Him, our relationship with with people in our life, He wants to have us to have good success in 
his gifts and callings because every one of us, uh, he has gifted us and graced us and called us to be his witness. Isn't that right? And he is he is he has given us quote talents. You, there there are certain things uh, that you're good at that he's and and opportunities that we have found. You know uh, what our uh, what our hand uh, has found to do. But I believe as a Christian that God kind of directs the vocation of our life. You know, I really do. Uh, that that that's in keeping and and fitting with. Um, you know, how he made us, but also with who he intended for us to be there uh, to be a witness for as well, all right? Uh, so there is, um, you know, I can look at, uh, <clears throat> you know, my own situation. All we can do is share out of that with, you know, with y'all that uh, uh, there's, there's still great expanses of, you know, uh, new horizons, great territory still to, be taken, and I say that because I'm following other folks that are following the Lord who seem to have greater success than than I'm having, you know, uh, in areas that I would like to have greater success in. How about you? All right. Well, that's all buffet. You know, that would be included under greater works. Do you think that God has greater for you than just what you have? Who you, you know? Uh, what you're experiencing, your encounter, what you have, what you're doing right now. I believe that for each one of us that that's true. You know, uh, so that, that uh, uh, and, and a fundamental belief of that is what, is what keeps us uh, seeking and searching, kind of hungry and thirsty for more. I've had times when, you know, when I've been like the little frog and thought the mud puddle I was in was, I got all the water there is. Why go after any more? This is it, man. You know, until a big old 18-wheeler came along, thank God it didn't run over me, but blew me out on the, you know, on the old red dirt, and I found out that ain't all the water there is. We need to get something a little deeper here where the devil can't drive an 18-wheeler through. Spoil my, spoil my pool party. Amen. And, you know, a lot of times that's been the impetus of, uh, you know, of growth uh, um, in my life has been necessity. And out of necessity came desire. Amen. Because we'll, we'll, never, we'll never really grow past, you know, the need to grow. And it's just built into us, isn't it? You know, I spent the day with a, uh, you know, with a two-year-old and the, uh, it's just so interesting that everything is such an adventure and newness and discovery, and they want to know, you know. They want to know. She'd come in the office yesterday, and we got some deer heads hanging on the wall and an antelope and different things, and so she goes, what's that? And we've been through this before. She just couldn't remember what we said, you know. So, so I would say it, and she would imitate what I'd say, you know. But... You know, uh, and I'm sure there'll come a time when you don't have to remind her what that is. You know, she'll know it for, for herself. But, you know, a little child is just built in, I want to know. I want to know. I, I don't know why we outgrow that. You know, that want to know God. 
that want to know God's will and, and God's way. For most Christians that are serious about being a, a Christian, and I believe that, you know, that life can, uh, you know, we've had some wonderful, you know, uh, even every day we have some wonderful silly times. You know, we're not going to be so, uh, so serious that we don't take time to enjoy and have fun, you know. But overall, for us, you know, it's fairly serious business, this living for God and, you know, bearing fruit and that kind of things. We, we can, you know, and there are different times and seasons in our life when we take that a little more seriously than others, perhaps. Amen. <clears throat> some of those, uh, you know, some of those, some of those times have come in, like I said, you know, where, um, you know, your, maybe your circumstance or your situation, uh, a phone call from this one or that one, you know, suddenly things get a little more serious than what they were before, and you need to know something that you didn't need to know previously. How many of you have ever found life to be like that? Could I see a show of hands? That will be encourage me. Lord, just imprint me with this that I'm not the only one. <laughs> After you live life a little while, you find out it's just kind of that way. Boy, I'll tell you, it'll shift and, and you know, change shapes on you. And, you know, uh, you know, bless the, bless the Lord God Almighty. It's kind of like, you know, uh, you didn't tell me all that. If you had of, I never would have. <laughs> or this, but, Lord, you know, one thing that you can be sure of, uh, life changes. Amen. Folks change. We change. You know, our circumstances, situations change. So, you know, uh, that's right. But God built this wonderful thing in called faith. And faith affords us uh, something that's beyond just what we know and understand that's common to the natural way that we go about life, what we can see and touch and taste and and uh, uh, and through the physical senses, and only in the soulish realm of of just knowledge and understanding that's that's common or originates with man. How we interpret life uh, as just natural people, and the Bible says that there is a spiritual man, there's a natural man. All right. Uh, now, uh, faith though affords us what God knows. It takes the limit off of, you know, this horizontal plane, and all of a sudden we don't just have the earth. Jesus announced to his disciples, he said, listen, he goes, I have been given authority of both heaven and earth. And so he opened heaven and made heaven available. Matter of fact, he told Peter, he said, listen, I'm going to build a church, and the gates of hell are not going to prevail against it. And here's the thing. He goes, and I'm giving you the keys to heaven, all right, which will help you uh, here in your journey in the earth and advancing the kingdom of heaven because uh, you're going to need it. Hmm? We're going to need it. Well, one of those major keys is faith, faith in God. You know, Jesus taught a lot about faith. He said, have the faith of God. And he talked about uh, uh, you know, it was one of the, the primary message of Jesus was the kingdom of God. It was, it included the blessing, all right? 
which he, he talked about, but he also demonstrated. But it also, uh, he also uh, talked an awful lot, and the there's a tremendous amount of training that went into faith. And he, was, and he said, I'm looking for faith. Because this is, without faith, you know, uh, the blessing isn't going to be accessed by you. You're not going to know how it works. It's here, but you, you, you're not going to get into, the, into the, the workings of that on purpose. You know, we're not just blessed by accident. And a lot of times that's how, you know, I mean, even we bring in the, the attitude that, you know, hey, you know, if I knew how it worked, I'd like to work it because it seems to me just, you know, every once in a while somebody gets lucky and hits the blessing jackpot and out it comes. <laughs> That's what it seemed like to me, you know, when I, I was like, where do I get a ticket for that? Can you buy? Can you, you know, can you, can you buy a ticket? Well, you know, I mean, what do I got to do? Three amens and a hallelujah? You know, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Come on, Jesus, you know. Come on, preacher, say something I can use here, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, what else do you know? Isn't that right? You know, I mean, seriously, we're trained in, you know. I mean, you know, there's, there's them that has and them that doesn't have. And if you're one of them, you're lucky. And if you're not, oh, well, you know, just, you know, roll the dice, pull the lever, buy the ticket, hope, <laughs> play the odds. You know what I'm saying. But see, faith, uh, you know, uh, faith is foundational. Let's turn over to Matthew 7, chapter. Boy, preacher, I sure am glad you're going to get around to Scripture because you sure have been talking a lot of stuff there. And I like to have the Scripture. Well, you're absolutely right. You know, we ought to have some Scripture. Uh, you know, it's a fine line, you know, because you could really come in here and just have 7 or 8, 9, 10 when only two or three would do, or we could come in here, the other side of the road is not to have any, and that won't do neither. So let's just look at this one. Um, make sure I'm in the right place. Yeah, Matthew's chapter. And Jesus is, uh, is teaching. It's the 24th verse. He says, so everyone who hears... Well, let me give you the context here, because so is a, it is a, you know, it's a connective description. It's a word that that <coughs> follows. It's like a follow up. All right. Uh, the the Elizabethan uh, English says therefore. You know, whenever you see a therefore, you need to find out what's it there for. <laughs> So anyway, what he's connecting here is, is, is he's challenging the, the, the religious ears that are, that are listening to him. And he said, now, he said, you're going to have to do more than just lay claim that you know me and that I'm your Lord and, and the pretense here of, you know, you're just flying kind of under the radar uh, where that's concerned. Uh, he was calling, he was calling the bluff. You know, a lot of times as Christians, I'm only going to speak for myself. You know, uh, I used to, I, I used to think that God was, uh, you know, uh, that the Holy Ghost was Monty Hall, and that it was, uh, 
it was let's make a deal. And if I could just, you know, thank God for grace because if I miss door number one, maybe it's door number two. And, uh, you know, and I've made some deals with God. Anybody ever made any deals with God? Most of the time the dealings were when, you know, look, here's the deal, God. I know you want me to live for it. I've heard all that. But uh, evidently, you and I both know, and I'm not admitting to anything, but evidently my circumstances, situations are revealing the choices that I've made, and here's the thing. You know, I don't like these. I'm not so sure I want to live wholeheartedly for you, but if you'll just get me out of this one, I swear. God, I double dog swear. I'll get out the Bible, stand on it, and swear up and down. I know swearing gets me in trouble, but I'm willing to swear if I have to that I will do. You know, if you'll just get me out of this one. Moving right along. <clears throat> uh, you know, uh, but what he's he was challenging that he said now listen he said you he said he said you've got to do you got to show me that you're hearing what I'm telling you by doing it all right don't just profess it but you got to do it you know and don't nod your head right now because I'm going to tell you what about 95 percent of Christians that sit in churches probably including this church you know can say amen and be very convincing, you know, preach it, Pastor. Preach it. I mean, stand up, shake our Bible in there, preach it. Preach it, brother. I believe it just like that. <clears throat> and, we, and we apply our measure to it. Amen. But, uh, you know, but a lot of time, <clears throat> let's move forward where that's going. He's challenging that. You know. You know, because I'll be honest with you, you know, there are, you know, uh, have you ever, have you, have you ever felt like you're being disciplined by God? You know, and I don't mean in a hard way, but this, there's a different level of, quote, discipleship that's happening. That, that seemed like the, that, you know, I mean, man, where's the stars? You know, where's the... Where's the attaboys, you know, good job that was written on the top of my paper when I colored in the picture and everything. Where's all that? You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't understand the alphabet. I don't want to understand the alphabet. Just tell me the story. I don't need to read the book. You tell me the story. I'll color while you're, while you're doing that. I need, you know, where's the milk? Chocolate. Cupcakes and cookies, and we get to take a nap. And, you know, I mean, we wake up and it's time to go home. I like that. You know, I don't like this alphabet and sounding out letters and trying to figure out. You know, uh, it's too much. You know, we, where's the TV with the cartoons on it? Just tell me the story. See. Uh, <clears throat> But faith really doesn't all work that way, does it? It requires, and to a large degree, if we're going to be purposeful rather than just, you know, uh, accidental. And does God need us to be purposeful? Sure he does. Jesus was very purposeful with his faith and produced 
the signs, uh, you know, uh, that were proofs and evidences of the Father that he was representing. He was glorifying him. He was bringing him out into the open where he could be seen. He wasn't just telling, he was showing. Amen. And he did that by faith. He said that. All right. Uh, we, uh, and the challenge is to us, you know, uh, from God the Father's side is to be conformed to the image of his son. He's our example. Amen. So let me get back to, uh, you know, uh, how do you know that, that you're, you know, that you're being disciplined? Well, first of all, you know, um, uh, your spirit just, I believe, mine just gets sensitized, you know. Uh, the, uh, um, you know, there's this, uh, uh, you know, <clears throat> faith. I had third grade faith and everything, you know, I mean, shuckashai. Man, oh man, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm victorious. I've overcome. I'm on top of the world. And it just seems like, man, you just dropped off a mountain down all inside of the valley. It's dark, you know, uh, and, and, and there's no faith to be found. Every little thing, you know, what's that? What's this? What's that? Because you're in the unknown again. You know? now, now, God's not being mean. The Bible says if he loves you, he's willing to, you know, to take you to a higher uh, place. He's saying, now that mountain weren't high enough. It's just a little old hill. You thought it was, you know, you know, you were going to reach the sky. Not from here, buddy, you know. There's higher ground. My ways are higher. He said, my ways are higher. My thoughts are higher for you. Jesus talked about a lower life and a higher life, you know. And it's not just where we started from. It's, you know. Chihau's what? You know, uh, you know, I forget how many thousand feet. Not very, not very high above sea level. But it's the highest spot in Alabama. But, I mean, Chihau ain't nothing. You get out there in the Rocky Mountains. And them old Rocky Mountains ain't hardly but a molehill when you get over, you know, to that, what's that, Everest. You see what I'm saying? There are different measures of even the word high. All right? The challenge is for us is that, you know, uh, is that... Uh, like I said, you know, with the little frog that's got all the water there is until, you know, and we're the, you know, uh, we're the little mountain goat that thinks we're on the, you know, we're king of the mountain until. Amen. All right. And and that requires trust in God, you know. Am I the only one that feel like that you got dropped off in the dark and, you know, like the Indians, you know, the, they used to do the young braves, they just drop you off here and say, find your own way home, then you'll be a man. Some of you girls didn't never watch any of that kind of stuff, but, you know, I mean, us guys, we understand that, you know. I mean, you know, there's this transition of maturity. Let me tell you something. Now, listen, the prepared, the unprepared, you know, uh, will... Uh, you know, will even if you promote them, all right, 
they won't be able to keep, they, they'll waste it. They'll waste their promotion. Not ready for it. Amen. Uh, promotion, uh, in order to be successful in promotion, you have to be properly prepared. And God wants, uh, wants to promote us. The Bible says that. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and that he can promote you. The, the object is to promote you. Humbling ourselves under God's mighty hand, it says, as your father, I'm going to train you. It's all training for me. I'm going to, you know, and, uh, uh, and when you're ready for fourth grade work, you know, we're not going to take a nap this afternoon. No, 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 no. No. Yeah, put away the coloring book. See, you know, we're going we're gonna to learn how to feed, fill milk bottles and feed calves. Well, they spit and knock the bottle out of your hand, and, you know, they, stuff happens in the pen, you step in it, and it's, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm missing Mickey Mouse. It's like, yeah, but, see, you know, you can't, Mickey Mouse ain't going to send you a paycheck. This little old heifer right here is going to grow up and we're going to milk her and she's going to be able to a paycheck, understand? We're part of that. Does that make any sense to you? All right. Here's, and I'll read this and then we'll be finished here. And we'll jump off here the next time. It's, it, we're purposed to give you something of value, to not waste your time, but to give you something of value. But we can only take so much at a time. There's not really any quick fixes here. You know, when you when you turn towards God, you got fixed right there. You know, just stay fixed, Amen. Just fix your eyes on Jesus, and look away from everything that would distract, and just follow Him. And whatever He says to do, just do that. Now, listen. Here's the thing He said. So, and He challenges this profession of uh, of faith. That's just a you know, saying only. He goes, you got to have lives that back it up. He says, so everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them, obeying them, will be like a sensible, prudent, practical, and a wise man who built his house upon the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a stupid, foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great and complete was the fall of it. Now, uh, the, and we'll finish with this. The, 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 the basic foundation of faith is, first of all, we have to understand that we've got to hear. We need, there needs to be a listening and a hearing. And not a one-time thing, but he who steadfastly believes on me cannot believe in God or on God apart from his word. And we, can't ever, we cannot live just like you can't live on the eggs that you ate last Wednesday morning. They're gone. I don't need to tell you where they went to. They're just gone. Okay? We understand that. It's the same way with the Word of God. I mean, honestly, hearing it, hearing it, you know, for, you know, whatever, you know, uh, seconds of time that it dawns on us, that's just a seed going into the soil of a heart. 
It's when we water it with action. It's when we nurture it, when we, when we pay attention to it, when we're attentive to that word beyond a sermon, a Wednesday night hearing or a uh, Sunday morning uh, hearing. And I'm going to tell you now, listen, the corporate gathering and the teaching you know, that happens uh, here is vital to our lives, you know. But Jesus said this, he goes, if you, he goes, every branch that stays in a vital union with me, there is a union with me, there is, there is this ebb and flow of life out of, uh, the, branch, out of the, uh, the root into the branch to bring forth fruit. He goes, you've got to stay connected with me if that's ever going to happen. And there needs to be that transfer of life. He goes, he goes, if you cut yourself off from that, he goes, you'll be gathered up and just thrown in the fire. You're going you're gonna to wind up a dead branch. No fruit. Amen. A branch. Looks like a branch. Has all the attributes of, you know, but it's not connected. It disconnects, see. And the disconnect is from that flow of life and he contexts that where he said, my words, my words in you. Hear my words, my words in you. When you hear my words, keep my commands, obey it. Purpose in your heart that I'm going to hear it and do it. The, the way I'm hearing it is I'm looking for the answer to the questions that, are, that my life is posing for me right now, that I'm puzzled about, that I need an answer to. And, what, and, and that, that God quickens to me out of uh, you know, what's being taught, what's being preached, what I'm, what I'm listening to, see, is uh, I'm, I'm listening with the intent that God, I'll tell you God will answer you so quick when we come to the place and just simply say, look, you know, hey, you know, I have screwed this thing up every, every royally, all right? And none of it is, is it's just not working. So here's what, I'm on, here's what, if you'll just tell me and you'll just show me what to do, I'll do that, okay? I'm looking to you. You tell me. You show me. And I'll tell you, God will tell you so quick. I mean, it'll just shock you. You'll think you should spend 14 years at the altar crying your eyes out and feeling bad about, you know, this or that. And it's like, you know, don't feel bad. You know, just say, God, I need to change. And I have a, a change in my mind and change in my, uh, my heart. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to listen. And whatever you say, that's what I'm going to do. And you'll hear God. And if you apply that, I mean, it'll start working. God will start working, amen? But you still have to walk by faith because the every day with God starts in, at dark. It was night, and it was light, and that was the first day. Yeah, it was evening, and it was morning, and then it was first day. The walk of faith is in the dark at first. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.